Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. You know, I've I've been I've jumped the gun before, and, and then it doesn't happen. Or I've kind of, I guess I'm, I'm one of those guys that when you pack to go on a trip, you kind of overpack. You know, so, um, you know, so. Uh, but it's easier. When it's easier to. Uh, a wise coach once told me or taught me that when you go out to practice in a similar fashion, it's always easier to take, you know, a layer off, and you can't run back in and grab a layer if you need it. So, uh, so we try and prepare ahead of time, but um, you know, just trying to keep an eye on it and keep as much off the players as we, as we can until they need to know. This is Bills head coach Sean McDermott talking a little weather. It's weather that could affect. East Coast games on Sunday, including the Bills and the Commanders. Let's talk a little fantasy football with our favorite Andy Barrett from Yahoo Fantasy joining us. We, we won't talk about anything that's happened in Chicago for the last 24 hours. Andy, this is not a Bears show. We're going to focus on on fantasy football, week three, which gets underway tonight. No, uh, let's talk Bears no, football. No, it's not a Bears show. Yes. It's 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 a, We're talking fantasy football with Andy right now. Gino and Andy, uh, tonight it's the Niners, it's the Giants, uh, no Saquon Barkley, which means Matt Breida. But, you know, your outlook on, on today's game certainly san francisco looks real real good after two weeks of football yeah i i mean i will say normally when we try to you know when we try to imagine that we know how a game is going to play out the nfl fools us right it's a total chaos league that said um really hard to imagine this as a super competitive game at least deep into it um they this seems like a, a pretty overwhelming mismatch especially when you remove Saquon from the, from the Giants mix. Um, it's a, it's a messy backfield. I don't think it's going to be entirely Matt Breida. It's probably going to be a little bit of Brightwell, a little bit of gray, um, uh, plenty of Breida. It's uh, but just a, a matchup with a ferocious Niners defense. Yeah. Uh, the Niners are, the Niners are really fun. Brock Purdy has been really fun. Christian McCaffrey never leaves the field. So you know what to do on that side. Yeah, I would think that uh, even though maybe you put in for Matt Burita, hopefully you have a better option than Matt Burita tonight. And that's not the only player, Andy. You have uh, the return of Tony Jones on a one-week thing here until uh, Kamara gets back. You also have the situation in Cleveland. Are, are, are any of these streaming options worth considering uh, this weekend? Oh, well, I would say that Jerome Ford wasn't just, you know, he's the... It, just really unfortunate situation with Nick Chubb. It yeah. would be great if we could get through a Monday night game without a 
catastrophic injuries to one of the league's essential players, right? Um, but Jerome Ford is the guy who steps in for Nick Chubb, and he was already the direct backup, getting plenty of work. Now he now he steps into a huge role. Had a had a pretty good game last weekend, uh, playing in Chubb's absence. Scored immediately after after Chubb left the field. Um, broke off a 69 yard run at one point. So he looks good. He was a very good college runner. He played for that Cincinnati team that won 13 games a couple years ago. Um, loaded with uh, with NFL players. Um, always averaged like six plus yards per carry in college. So really really good player. I am, for the most part, expecting big things from him. It is a dicey matchup this week with Tennessee. They had the league's best run defense last year. They're up there again this year. So this could be a little bit of a speed bump, but I, I think that's going to be Jerome Ford's backfield. I know there's been a lot of talk about Kareem Hunt, but, you know, that, that team had a chance to sign Kareem Hunt in the offseason, and, you know, they chose Jerome Ford. So, and it sure sounds like, based on everything that Kevin Stefanski has said, that Jerome Ford has that job. So I'm I'm buying. Um, I thought he was like a like an empty the wallet sort of uh, waiver claim this yeah. week. So uh, I, 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 not that he can be Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is a, like a tier of his own sort of running back. But man, um, Ford is really good, and he's 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 all they've got now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I thought I was being aggressive. I, I spent half more than half of my uh, free agent uh, budget on on trying to acquire. Ford and, and didn't even come close to sniffing him in, in one of my leagues. So he is that kind of empty the wallet once in a while. You just got to do it because you, you feel that good about it. And he certainly looked good on Monday. Andy, I'm I'm concerned about a couple of backs that you may have invested a first or second round pick in, depending on your, your league's format. What do we know about Austin Eckler's situation with the Chargers? And, and I think we're getting some good news now on Aaron Jones and Green Bay. Your thoughts on, on a couple of lead backs that we haven't seen since week one. Yeah, well, I will say that Aaron Jones immediately after that injury in the Bears game, you know, he was kind of clowning a little bit with the camera on the sideline. He said after the game that if it had been, you know, if the game had been competitive, if it had been like a playoff environment, whatever, that he would have been able to play through it. So I've been pretty optimistic about Aaron Jones. I That never seemed, again, just based on his comments initially, like it was going to be a multi-week situation. He's back at practice. Generally, practicing on you know on on a Thursday is a really good sign in terms of availability for the week ahead. So I'm I'm pretty optimistic on Aaron Jones. It's a lot murkier with Austin Eckler. Um, we do, we don't have clarity on that all at all. Um, they refer to it as an indefinite timeline, which is not what anybody wants to hear, right? And he's obviously a centerpiece of the centerpiece of the the offense. Um, hey. I will say that that is a team that needs to stretch the field and they sort of drafted with the idea that they would add Quentin Johnson and and give themselves a chance to stretch the field. Like it, it could very well be that the best way for the chargers to operate is not throwing 110 balls to Austin Eckler. So you'd like to think they could find their way um, with with him, not in the mix. He didn't, he didn't practice today. So I'm not too optimistic that we're going to see him this week. Certainly. Yeah, it, the team the Chargers face, it's like, oh my gosh, the team that actually loses the game this week, the Vikings. And um, Alexander Madison, and I think a lot of uh, people might have invested highly, and that hasn't paid off. And I, I, do we kind of just kind of look, how do you view the Cam Akers move here? Because how long do you think, Andy, it would actually take Cam Akers to get up and running before that becomes a consideration for him to cut into Madison's workload? Well, he's got a connection to O'Connell, right? So he like this is there's a scheme familiarity thing that was that was part of the appeal. I just think Madison is you know 
a, a good player, not an exceptional running back. You know, we had, the way we always talked about him when Dalvin Cook would miss time is that he could be, you know, 80%, 90% of what Dalvin Cook is. Um, that, you know, that 10 to 20% is a huge deal, <laughs> right? And like, I, I, I think he's perfectly functional. I think he can do well in a good matchup. He's not somebody that I think is just some transcendent talent, you know, that uh, the, the, the whole argument for Madison all along was about workload and not necessarily about the skill of the player. And we're always in trouble when that's the situation, right? Those are the guys that go in the running back dead zone. Those are the guys that we try to steer you away from, right? You can't get too excited about those guys because if, you know, they have a couple of bad games, the NFL can always find running backs. And that appears to be what has happened here. So I, I would imagine they get acres in the mix, at least pretty, you know, pretty early, perhaps this week. That wouldn't surprise me at all. It's a, it's a funny game too, because um, neither, neither team has been defending. They both desperately need this win, right? Like these are two teams that did not expect to be 0-2 in a row and two. And they were both playoff teams last year. And like, you start 0-3, man, that's, that's a, that's a tough road. When you start 0-3 and we have to start thinking about, hmm, are you, are you sellers at the trade deadline? You know, is this, is it just not happening this year? So like that the Vikings in particular, if they don't get this game, They've got the Niners coming up. They've got the Chiefs coming up, and there's an easy road for them to be like one in six going to the trade deadline. Andy, for a second here, since we're talking about Minnesota, uh, I know during draft season there's a lot of different theories. You can go zero RB. You can wait on your quarterback. Waiting on your quarterback, if your quarterback was Kirk Cousins, is presenting an unbelievable value to the managers who decided to wait because you have a guy in Justin Jefferson who leads the league in receiving. You have a guy that's throwing him the football that, if I'm not mistaken, is the number one quarterback up through two weeks in fantasy football in Kirk Cousins. So, you know, again, we you know, hindsight being, you know, the benefit of hindsight here, waiting on quarterback, if your quarterback is Kirk Cousins, turned out to be a pretty good strategy. Yeah, he's had he's had some favorable matchups and absolutely crushed them. So Kirk Cousins right now, and hey, life is good when you throw to Justin Jefferson and like Jordan Addison is your number three receiver, right? It's a really talented team. Um, he, he's, we're two weeks in, he's over 700 passing yards. Um, he's, he's got a league high six touchdown passes. So He's been great. And the Chargers, like, you should build a DFS lineup around Kirk Cousins this week, I'm pretty sure, because, like, the Chargers defense has allowed a league-worst 333 passing yards per game, 10.3 yards per attempt. Obviously, you know, Miami carved them up. They gave up a big game to, like, Ryan Tannehill. So we're not we're not talking about – it's not like they've faced, you know, Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen or anything like that. They've, you know, they've faced good, not great quarterbacks and they've absolutely carved them up. So I expect Kirk to go for another, I don't know, 340, 350 in this one, a couple of touchdowns, three touchdowns. I mean, shoot, I don't, I don't see how the Chargers can hope to, to possibly check Justin Jefferson in this one. It, there should be a ton of points there. I think the number in that game is 54. So you just want to, you, you just want to attach yourself to Chargers and Vikings in fantasy this week. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy, our guest here. We had uh, the up-close look at the Raiders who came through town last week, and I can tell you, Andy, that um, outside of Max Crosby, I don't know what is on their defense right now, and Max Crosby, the Bills did a good job of taking him out. So now the Raiders get the Steelers, and you might feel a little better about playing Steelers. Here's my question. And my eyes tell me, like, Jalen Warren right now is the better running back uh, than Najee Harris. Is is Mike Tomlin and Matt Canada stubborn? Are they going to continue to play this? Or eventually will they 
do what a lot of us think they should do, and that's play Warren Moore here. Well, you know, Warren is already getting some of the most important snaps, right? He's he's seen he's seen twelve targets. He's got nine catches. Like that that's what we want, right? Like he's getting he's getting super high value opportunities. Um, so I like I think that's already underway. Now the rushing stats look a little bit better for Najee Harris, but that's only because he had like he had like a twenty four yard run that took him about twenty seconds to complete. Um <laughs> you, you know, he just He's just not looking that great right now um, and hasn't looked that great in a while. And now the snaps are something like, you know, 55, 45. Uh, and every time Warren looks, uh, every time Warren is on the field, he looks like the faster player. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you really have to, you really have to lean Warren here. And I've actually like, this is the first time that I've actually got them like back to back in the, in the ranks at running back. I, 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 I'm too much of a coward to put, um, <laughs> Warren ahead of him just yet because the playing time gap is still there. Um, and they do still use Najee at the goal line, but we're, we're very much having the Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott sort of conversation now. Andy, uh, Sean McDermott was uh, talking earlier about uh, how he prepares for a weather game and how he, you know, he tries to not let his players in on it unless they absolutely have to let their players in on it as far as what the weather, how the weather could impact their game plan. And we've got a string of games here on the East Coast, the Commanders and the Bills being one, the, the Ravens hosting the Colts, you've got the Jets and the Patriots. How, if, if any, do, do you factor in the elements into your decisions as to who to, who to play come Sunday? Oh man, if you guys enjoy it when fantasy experts um, pretend to be lawyers or doctors, you're really <laughs> going to enjoy it when we pretend to be uh, meteorologists. Uh, <laughs> you know, like for for me, the 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 important thing, um, the thing that I pay the most attention to is going to be like wind, right? Like that's I, obviously if there's driving rain and, and near hurricane conditions, where we worry about it a lot, but. Um, wind is the thing that, that really affects like offensive decision-making. Um, so that, you know, I've, I've tried to have different rules of thumb over the years, but if we have something like 30, 35 mile an hour sustained winds, that is really worrisome. You know, that, that really starts to affect the passing game. And so now we, now we think this is going to hit play calling. And that's when you, that's when you sort of have the, you know, venture kickers, uh, <laughs> downgrade all the receivers. That, that's when I start to panic. Yeah, I'm not trying to be mean to the two of you, but this is a source of fantasy points here. Chiefs and Bears. And Andy, I remember the last time these two teams faced in the regular season four years ago, there was Patrick Mahomes. I think he was doing like a counting thing just to say, oh, you remind everybody that, no, you didn't take me. So it's a motivated <laughs> Chiefs team. It's a Bears team that has a lot going on. In a game where I think a lot of us think the Chiefs are going to cover here, where's the line when it comes to uh, you know starting Chiefs players? It, you know, certainly Mahomes, certainly Kelsey, um, Sky Moore. Like, how how deep do you go uh, past Pacheco? Like, wh- where do you draw the line when it comes to playing Kansas City Chiefs uh, in, in a game that might be wrapped up by the third quarter this week? Yeah, um, quite a week for the Bears, right? Uh, we're already giving votes of confidence. Uh, there's a coaching crisis and a quarterback crisis and a, a all-around defensive crisis and everything is in disarray. Uh, and oh, by the way, you have to play the Chiefs. Um, so, to, like, absolute nightmare week for the for the Bears. Um, I, I don't really draw the line at any <laughs> Chiefs. I want to play Pacheco. Um, he's, you know, he's done a little bit dinged up, but he, I, I believe he practiced today. So we, we don't have to be too worried about his availability for this one. 
Mahomes is an obvious play. I mean, they're they're going to get to 30 points somehow, I have to figure, because they have some things that they need to get right offensively too, right? Like it was, it, it wasn't pretty against Detroit. Um, they, you know, they win last week, but they didn't put up a big number. Like this is a total get right spot against the Bears. So I expect them not to like put the brakes on when they hit, I don't know, 24 points. I mean, I expect to see like the full expression of the, the Chiefs offensive uh, uh, abilities here. So this could be a really big number. I think that I think uh, like this changed a little bit when Jerome Ford hit the you know the Jerome Ford situation hit. But um, I had previously thought that the Chiefs defense was the most obvious waiver out of the week. You know they were available in about sixty percent of Yahoo leagues. And like if you get this Bears offense into sort of a one dimensional mode and they just have to throw in the second half. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not just being the exasperated Bears fan here, but that's that's going to result in five or six sacks. That's going to result in a couple of turnovers. They are probably the defense that has the greatest chance to actually score a touchdown this week. So I, I think the KC defense is one of the best starts. Andy, there's another game that ha- quietly might have uh, some points produced in it. We've seen the Lions give up a lot of points, and, and the Falcons at 2-0 and are kind of sneaky. I, I'm wondering what you would say to the Kyle Pitts owner heading into week three. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot of hope to offer the Kyle Pitts uh, people. Um, like, especially because so many of them thought that they were drafting like some generational talent, and that's just. I. I mean, I think he's. I think he's really good. I think he's a gifted player, but that is just clearly not how he's going to be used. You know, um, I, I was just looking at this, and the Atlanta Falcons have um, 104 total offensive touches so far on the season. And 73 of them belong to Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson, right? Like this is a, this is an offense that is entirely based around the running game and around the talents of these two backs. Um, and you can think of everybody else as kind of window dressing, right? Like they're, they're going to have games. Um, I don't think that there are going to be very many games where both Drake London and Kyle Pitts can make noise. Um, the nice thing at tight end is that, you know, you're a top 10 fantasy tight end if you just finish the season with like 550 yards and six touchdowns. And I do think that Kyle Pitts can get there. Um, that, But that's not, you know, that you're not going to win your league because you have a guy like that. But I think he's fine. I don't, I wouldn't drop him for like any of these, you know, people are asking me questions like, should I drop him for Jake Ferguson, Luke Musgrave, Cole Komet, like literally any warm body who plays the position and no, I don't think you should do that because I think by the end of the season, we're going to have five or six touchdowns from Kyle Pitts and he's going to be like the tight end eight and it's fine. Um, but if you thought that you were drafting somebody who could actually join the Kelsey Andrews tier, there's just no way. There's no path to it. Last one for me, Andy, and it's a game batting wise. We were talking about perhaps being a trap game. Miami, uh, two weeks, big showdown up here in Buffalo and they have their home opener against Denver. Denver needs this game. Um, yeah. your, your thoughts here on what you've seen here from the Sean Payton Broncos and my gosh, anytime uh, you can get a receiver that has a hundred yards in the first half, you would think, Oh, let's go back to him there in the second half in Marvin Mims. They didn't do that. Yeah. Um, it, like it's, it's crazy that they found a way to lose last week's game. I think like they've got some talent and it's, you know, I don't, we're, we're clearly not dealing with peak Russell Wilson right now and he's not running as much. Um, but he's, I mean, the numbers are fine. The the numbers from Russell Wilson have been fine to this point in the season. I don't think he's been a huge hindrance. Um, the, the men's thing is actually, 
I also, I will say that I think Javante Williams looks really good. Like that's a guy that we were really worried about coming in the year off the big knee injury and he looks good. Um, so I think they definitely have the pieces to put up a big number and to, and to challenge Miami. Um, the Mims thing is, you know, like years ago, this would not have surprised us because we expected rookie wide receivers to do anything. But then, you know, that that's certainly changed in the past few years. And we do expect more and more from our rookie wideouts. And Mims, like, barely played. Mims played, like, 16 snaps. I think he ran five routes um, and caught two passes for 100-plus yards. <laughs> Long touchdown, right? Like, we're seeing the same thing from Jalen Hyatt in, in New York. He's barely playing. But when he plays, they, they hit some deep shots with him. So, obviously, we would like to see more Mims because they just – they just don't have a lot of talent at receiver. Like we're still waiting for the Jerry Judy eruption that never comes. And Cortland Sutton hasn't been the same player since the knee injury. And they like, they need a game breaker and they potentially have one with men. So I, it should, that should actually be a pretty fun game because, because Denver can put up a big number. Andy, I know we usually wrap with you by just checking in on the status of your survivor pool. If you're still alive, I think we all know what the pick is. We emphatically (laughs) are going Chiefs here in week three and uh, looking forward to week four. Yeah, I don't love burning the Chiefs this early in the season, but I just can't. I mean, I I literally cannot wrap my head around the idea that they might lose to this current version of the Chicago Bears. I barely squeaked through to week three because I had the I had the Giants over the Cardinals last Ooh. week and I I'd written that thing off, but they pulled it out for me. So it's a, it's already a magical season for me in Survivor. <laughs> I basically never make it to October, so making it to week three is already a win. And, and Andy, you, you can already look ahead to week four. I'm sorry to kind of say <laughs> that. I was so excited when we do our pick segment. I was singing Fats Domino. It's like honestly, <laughs> Kansas City is such an easy pick. Uh, Andy, the new time. Let's remind everybody here that uh, the the show begins tonight. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much. Um, yeah. 75 minutes before kickoff of the Thursday night game, Fantasy Football Live. Check us out on Yahoo Sports. The show has been really fun this year. It's sit-start questions, all the late-breaking info. Um, it, it's been The show has actually been a blast, so please check us out. Yeah, and so many of us are using the platform, Andy. It, you know, it, it just complements and completes the fantasy football experience, seeing you and everybody else in the crew there uh, before kickoff. Really appreciate the work it's, that you oh, guys are doing. that's what Andy looks like. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. it's the best, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, as always, Andy. Let's talk again next week. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everyone. Thanks, you got Andy. it. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy. All class. I mean, look, he he he, he and I are are in the same boat when it comes to our fandom. It's like we just don't want to talk about it anymore. We let's just move on. We're not a Chicago Bears show. We're not. We're not going to talk about what's going on. It's good. Gallows humor. It can be your friend. Yeah. It's it, the drama after week two in Chicago. Yeah, are you? yeah. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So take Kansas City and and rest comfortably in your survivor pool, knowing that week four is ahead. Do you want me texting you during the game, or is it just kind of a foregone conclusion? You don't just have like, to text ah. me. I'll know. Yeah, I'll you know. know. Yeah. I'll know what's going on. Don't worry. Uh, great stuff from Andy there as we look forward to the beginning of week three kickoff tonight in San Francisco. The Niners hosting the Giants. Uh, Alex Brasky of the Batavia Daily News, Bills Digest. He'll be joining us here uh, coming up right around 425. We'll get back to Buffalo, get his practice report and plenty of Bills news and headlines to get to as well. Uh, coming up next in the sports bar. Uh, hey, Sabres training camp uh, began today. And look, it's a different year. There's higher expectations. And there's this report today, Danger. We got to talk about this. 
Is Kevin Adams really done here shaping this roster? Well, according to Darren Dreger, the Sabres trying to take a big swing here. There are pros and cons to this, though, so I'll kind of break it down. Also, hey, listen, you being a Bears fan, what's the root of that? It's bad ownership. Me being a Knicks fan, I'm dead inside. I have no passion. I'm completely dead. And the idiot owner sits down with the New York Times today and lets out this unbelievable quote. And I think he's just trolling us at this point. I don't know what to make of it. There's a uh, underreported storyline in the NFL through two weeks of the season. It's it's a job that somebody who's been kind of much maligned as a coach in the NFL has done a pretty pretty remarkable job. I'll tell you who that is and uh, why I believe his time is coming sooner rather than later. And it is Thursday Night Football tonight. Um, we had our little uh, company chili cook-off slash uh, tailgate party at Three Heads earlier today. And part of that was us voting for the three best uh, chilies that were on display, ah. dishes, I should say. I got to tell you, the three that I voted on, one, two, and three. So I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling like I've got a, a good uh, a good nose for a winner. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I've got a few plays that I like for tonight's Thursday night game between the Niners and Giants. I'll share those as well in the Danger Zone. That's coming up next with I'll Drink to That in the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.